listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Hey, Phoenix, it's Geronimo. It's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Lynn from Phoenix on the phone with us, and she is going to try to win a pair of tickets for Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Experience at Celebrity Theater on Tuesday, October 19th. And what we do is play Time Out for Spanish. You will get three choices to translate the Spanish phrase we give you. You ready to go? Definitely. All right, Lynn, here comes your Spanish phrase. Debido a las condiciones económicas actuales, la luz al final del túnel se ha apagado. Did you hear that? Yes, can you play that again? Sure can. Debido a las condiciones económicas actuales, la luz al final del túnel se ha apagado. All right, Lynn, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, when someone yells stop, I don't know whether it's in the name of love, hammer time, or I should smell the flowers. <laughs> B, why don't I use turn signals? It's nobody's business where I'm going. <laughs> Or C, due to current economic conditions, the light at the end of the tunnel has been turned off. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which one is it? I would have to pick C. It is C. Yes. Yes. Well played, Lynn. Very nice, Lynn. Yeah, well, well interpreted on your behalf. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. KSLX with Rush. You know, they've got a couple of tracks, Rush does, about space flight and things like that. You know, the Cygnus X1 series of songs. The countdown on uh, on Signals is phenomenal. It's it's the launch process of the the space shuttle. It's very, very cool. So shall we talk about space, the The final final frontier? frontier. Sure, I suppose we could. All right, so Dave Young has emailed us. Uh, he sent it to both of us, Neanderpaul at KSLX.com, also to Mark at KSLX.com. That's Mark with a K because C, is, C for is for clowns. Yeah. But he says, hi, guys. So the Bezos and Branson amusement park rides carried passengers briefly to a very high altitude. You guys then had an astronaut or not discussion. Now, SpaceX inspiration went into orbit at a much higher altitude over the weekend. It was 100 miles above the International Space Station, even many miles above the Hubble telescope. It orbited for three days on a fully autonomous trip. Mm -hmm. So, the question is, are these participants, and there were four people in the spaceship, are they now astronauts or not? By the KSLX morning show dude's definition. Nope. I would have to say no. They are not. As you you put it in your email, Dave, fully autonomous trip, meaning it wouldn't have mattered if they were in the capsule or not. Yeah, they were passengers. That's That's like anybody that flies on an airplane being named a pilot. Right. Somebody who just sits in coach... And gets a gets a drink or goes to the bathroom doesn't make you a pilot. You're a passenger on that, and that's what I would say about these astronauts. Not that it wouldn't be, or they're, they're not astronauts, about these passengers. Not that it wouldn't have been a cool thing to do. No, three days worth would would, you know, that's. <laughs> 
that's a, a little ways to be that far away from Earth. Here's the thing. Being an astronaut is actually an official designation. Like, you have to actually, they, they give you astronaut wings. Who does? Yeah, I, I guess it's NASA or the FAA. Somebody does that. In any event, NASA. Yeah, maybe the FAA. NASA was not involved in this thing. Right. right. So NASA actually has specific requirements to be called an astronaut. A, you have to be a U.S. citizen. B, you have to possess a master's degree in a STEM field, which I'm guessing is science, technology. Yep. Yeah. So engineering, biological science, physical science, computer science, mathematics, that kind of a deal. You have to have two years of related professional experience obtained after a degree completion or a thousand hours of pilot in command time on a jet aircraft. I have all those things, but I'm at 999. Yeah, I know. So close. Damn it. Yeah, I know. So close. (laughs) Plus, you have to be able to pass the NASA long duration flight astronaut physical, whatever that is. So it must be NASA. I'm going to need you. That decides whether you're an astronaut or not. I think astronaut is a NASA term. Yeah, I don't think that I, I don't think that because obviously NASA is was the governing body of interstellar space travel for the United States. Mm-hmm. And if the National Aerospace Administration, see what I did there? I figured mm-hmm. out what NASA was. Yep. If they determine you're an astronaut, you're an astronaut. If right. they don't, you're not. But that all being said, if you're just a passenger, you're a passenger. Yeah. No matter where it goes. NASA has actually announced that they've defaulted the decision to us here right. on this show. And we, so say, we no. say no. We say no. Now, that said, for nominal fee, we can be willing, a lot like a lot of those churches <laughs> yeah. on the Internet, right. we're, we're willing to ordain you as an astronaut. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you care to dissent on this, it's 480-470-KSLX, but Not an I astronaut. don't think they're astronauts. By yeah. the way, that doesn't mean what they did wasn't badass. It's awesome. It's cool. But they're not astronauts. Yeah, it's Sorry. very cool. Yeah. yeah, They're not like Yeoman Janice Rand no. on the Starship Enterprise. No. And why would they be? Now that's an astronaut. Yeah. And what a set of gams on that astronaut. 100.7 KSLX. Where else are you going to get to hear the word gams used, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah, and you know what it means, too. Yeah. That's the, which is sad, really. We've got several opinions. One opinion was this regarding these folks who went on the three-day journey in the SpaceX craft. Not an astronaut. Agreed. Not an astronaut was his decision. Agreed. And that is the feeling here in the studio. Uh, However, I say uh, that they are astronauts because they were up 350 miles up. And they were up there for three days, and if anything went wrong, they're the ones that would have to fix it. Now, there is, there is, that is a sub- subject of much debate, because I looked up the training that they did, and here's what they did. They put the crew of Inspiration4 through uh, the centrifuge at the National Aerospace Training and Research Center in Pennsylvania. That's the, that, that thing that looks like you're in a big scrambler, an egg scrambler, where you go around and you get in zeroed gravity. I was there, like and the, I did that at the State Fair. Yes, exactly. It's like being on the scrambler at the yeah. State Fair. Yeah. yeah. And, and you... And you throw up after you get off. Exactly. Yes. Uh, They also uh, made trips in a plane that goes up like far enough, you know, it goes like these arcs up into the atmosphere so you get a little moment of zero gravity. Okay. All right. And then they went camping on Mount Rainier in Washington to sort of do some team building. All right. And then they spent some time in a in a simulator. So kind of what you do at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> they sat inside one of those flight simulators at Dave and Buster's is what they did. But you don't get tickets for it to get prizes afterwards. Or is that yeah, Peter right. Piper pizza? I don't know. Yeah. I have, I'm not allowed on either of them. <laughs> so, but but I, I don't they're not astronauts because they didn't do it. They didn't they didn't fly anything. They just sat there. 
I think pretty much that's the case. And I, I, I don't know that that gentleman's statement as to if something went wrong, they had to fix it. I don't think that's correct. I think it was all autonomous and would have been controlled from somewhere here on Earth. Yeah, I'm remotely. Sure they may have had to push a button like somebody. They would have been directed to do it. Well, the, but that's to just lock like, the bathroom, certainly. Yes, but, but imagine this. Imagine, you know, for example, when you call tech support to get your computer dealing with your computer and the guy talks you through everything does that now make you an IT certified right. IT technician right no yeah in fact those passengers were told if anything goes wrong just turn it off and then turn, turn it, it back, back on, on again which is what you're yeah. supposed to do that's so, see now I, I'm an IT technician i still say no they're not astronauts i agree not that that is not a cool ride no they did something awesome and, and, and not to say that it wouldn't be a little intimidating i think it would be sure in some, in some instances cuz you're out there for 3 days i wouldn't do it i'm I've got, I'm afraid of heights. I could never have done that. Oh, me neither. i got to work tomorrow. Yes. I couldn't do it either. So it's three days. Yeah. yeah, I don't have the yeah, vacation understand days. understand it, yeah. Uh, stupidity? Yeah. Some of us have it in our daily lives. Some of us read about it on the internet. Some of us see it on the news. And some of us are anointed the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. And this will be fun because we have some fun names here. First, we will introduce you to 56-year-old Donald Ricketts. <laughs> he is from Poseyville, Indiana. Of As course he is. Archie Bunker would be like, eh, Poseyville, eh? the village full of posies. He's got to get Ricketts there. <laughs> so Donald Ricketts was driving north on State Route 165 recently when he failed to maintain. He drifted a little over the center line. Very bad news for Donald. Because a tractor-trailer was traveling south on 165, and the two vehicles clipped each other. Completely Donald's fault, because he sure. had drifted over the center line. Sure. Donald stopped, and the tractor-trailer driver pulled over. Neither was injured, luckily. Yeah, I mean, Donald more luckily than the tractor-trailer driver, because usually car versus tractor-trailer, tractor-trailer wins. It's an easy one. Yep. Donald decided his first call was going to be to his wife to come pick him up at the crash site. Shortly after that, as luck would have it, a car-traveling a car North on 165 crashed right into Donald's car. Oh no! Which he had left in the road instead of pulling over all the way. Uh, the driver of that second car was 55 year old Cheryl Ricketts. Wait, <laughs> how big is Poseyville? Wife of Donald Ricketts. He had summoned her. Uh, she was also uninjured. Police finally arrived. They talked to the tractor trailer driver, who was fine. Then they spoke with Mr. and Mrs. Ricketts, both of whom smelled of alcohol and had slurred speech. Is that one of the signs of Ricketts? Uh, yeah, <laughs> to go along with each one having a damaged vehicle. At the police station, Cheryl blew a .22, while Donald blew a .28. <sighs> That is serious drunkenness. That's, that's over, more than three over times. Three times the legal limit. It's almost four times. Three and a half limit. there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, that's um, surprised he was still conscious. Yeah. No, I think it's great how Donald and Cheryl do things as a couple. You know, well, both, both getting DUIs in the same exact spot, well, both wrecking their vehicles in the same exact spot. Well, you know, they say if you drink alone, you have a problem. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. The yeah. Ricketts, they don't have a problem. Nope. <laughs> Other than being the Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. Truly a beautiful story you just told. Well, it's a story of love and togetherness. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Family staying together, sharing. You know, it's nice when they have a hobby Mm -hmm. they can do together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they're going to spend a lot of time together in that cell. (laughs) Sponsored. 
That whole uh, dumbass of the day was sponsored by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson at arrowheadharley.com. Every once in a while this happens, and I think it I, – I, well, I'm just going to preface this by saying I think it's a blatant attempt to get us to discuss the source of this nonsense. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. Now, I, I do want to make a point. Last night at the Emmy Awards, the best limited-run show was Mayor of Easttown. Now, didn't I rave about that show? Point being, you can trust my tastes. They're always <laughs> right on. Always. And so here's like, the thing. They, we, we, we may not agree on everything. Mark and I have different and disparate musical tastes. But I think on everything that we are about to discuss, we are 100% in lockstep pretty much, simpatico. Yeah. This is uh, Rolling Stone. They did in 2004 their top 500 songs of all time list. They updated it for 2021. Which is good. I mean, you know, look, 17 years later, it makes sense that their opinions and their idea of what look i don't my favorite song when i was 25 is not the same favorite song that i have at 53 yeah not the same so we'll give you the top 10 okay and and the the problems with this list start early on okay are you starting at the top or the bottom i'll start at number one and that was aretha franklin's respect which is a great song but not the greatest song of all time here's the thing i can i can at least acquiesce to the point that it is one of the greatest songs of all time. It's a great song. I don't know that it's the greatest song of all time. I don't know that it's greater than Johnny Be Good. I don't know that it's greater right. than than Hail Hail Rock and Roll or or you know whatever. Yeah. Or, or, you know. So the next one, number two, is Public Enemies. Fight the power. We do have an audio guide for you. I, I'm not terribly familiar with this either. Now, okay. here's the thing. All right. Fight the power from public. Is this where they say hotel, motel, holiday inn? No, that's no, that's that's uh, rapper's delight. <laughs> rapper's delight. Now, here's the thing. All right. <laughs> I will say this right now. You will be hard. Pre- I guarantee you, you will be hard pressed to find a bigger fan of the band Public Enemy in rock radio in America than I am. I love Public Enemy. To me, they are the Beatles of hip hop. That's how I, I view Public Enemy. The idea that that song is anywhere near the top of the greatest songs of all time is nonsense, ridiculous, and fantasy land. All right, so I love Public Enemy, but no. Let me bang. Let's th- stop this. Let me bang through a few of these. We could comment on every one, but number three, Sam Cooke, A Change is Going to Come. Great song. Doesn't belong there. Nope. Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone, which was the number one song 17 years ago. I, I understand all of those so far. I, I get Sam Cooke. At least he's got, you know, I'm not saying it is, but I. I get it. Nirvana. Smells like teen spirit. No. Nope. Eh. Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Great song. Uh, I don't know maybe, where it goes. Maybe in the top five. The Beatles. Strawberry Fields Forever at number seven. That is basically saying that that's the greatest Beatles song of all time. Not even close. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you, we could argue Beatles for hours. Okay. Number eight. Are you ready? Okay. The number eight greatest song of all time is Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. Okay, so you're saying that this song, the song that that where uh, where uh, the chick throws up on Steve Carell in the in the forty year old version, yeah. while, while she's driving around, yeah. when she's drunk and she pukes the shrimp the shrimp taco yep. or whatever it is yep. on him. 
This song is the, is greater than every Beatles song except Strawberry Fields Forever. That's what they're telling us. Yeah, it's uh, better than any Rolling Stones song ever written, apparently. It's better, better than every Led Zeppelin song ever written. Yeah, it's better than Stairway to Heaven, according yeah. to Rolling Stones. This song yeah. from Missy Elliott, yes. Get Your Freak yes. On. Get Your Freak On may be the eighth greatest piece of advice anyone's ever been given. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm with you. I'm it's with behind you always wear clean underwear and mm-hmm. neither a borrower nor lender be. Yeah. I don't think it's the greatest... It's the eighth greatest song of all time. No, I, 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 you know, again, no. <laughs> and number nine, <laughs> Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. Sure, it's a classic. It is nowhere near being the ninth greatest song of all time. Yes, again, better than everything that the Beatles wrote, except for <laughs> Strawberry Fields Forever. I don't think so. Better than every Rolling Stones, <laughs> Aerosmith, and Led Zeppelin song. Ever. Every Queen song. Better than every Chuck Berry and yeah. Elvis Presley song. I don't think so. Better than every song by anybody ever, except for the bands we've listed ahead of them. And number 10 was... <laughs> Hey Ya from Outcast. Yeah. This is this is the it's tenth a, greatest song of all time. It's a great song. It's fun as hell. But it's not the tenth greatest song of all time. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm just gonna have to I'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree with you on yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> just to, I, I, the list. You have to you know you have to keep clicking you know and having the next fifty load yeah, things like that. So we don't have them all in front of us. We will tell you that Stairway to Heaven. I mean, really, we take that song for granted. Really, sit and listen to it one day, mm-hmm. and you'll realize this mm-hmm. is an absolute masterpiece and a just it's a mountain of yes. a song. Yes. That's number 61. Right. And before that, at number 28, we discussed this earlier this morning, is the Talking Heads Once in a Lifetime, which is like, this is not my beautiful house. Yes. This is not my beautiful house. Letting the days go by. That's, a, no- water run. That's a novelty song. It's better than is. Stairway to Heaven. According to this list, yeah. <laughs> which is nonsense. Now remember, if you're a subscriber to Rolling Stone, to always wipe front to back. <laughs> Questions, comments, 480-470-KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. One hundred point seven KSLX. I don't know if that's on the list. Eric Clapton's "Cocaine." It it might be. Um, the, the Eric Clapton definitely has some songs on the list, but it's a Rolling Stones top five hundred songs of all time. You know, they it, it's from a lot of different things. Like even Louis Armstrong. You know, what a wonderful world. That's in there somewhere. I'm, it's now, not now, a, it's by not the way, near the top, but it's a greater song than Missy Elliott's "Get Your Freak On." <laughs> oh, I love this song. <laughs> That's yeah. Then Missy Elliott is number eight. You want to do eleven through twenty here? Oh, uh, sure. Why not? I, the show doesn't end until till ten. I'm good. 
Hey, how about we just consider them all the greatest songs and enjoy them? I mean, can I order a double on the rock, please? You'll probably feel yeah. that way after we get through this. All right, so where are we at? We had number 11? All right. 11. We're not going to go through all 500 songs, just so you know, no. so you don't have to change the station. But th- let's face it. If you love music, you will debate this. And again, it's not rock songs. It's songs, songs overall. So just keep in mind, things like Blueberry Hill from Fats Domino or uh, I Will Always Love You. From uh, originally Dolly Parton, but obviously Whitney Houston version. Whitney Houston version is on this list. Of it's course somewhere it is. in there. Yes, but just just know, so far, based upon we've gone through the top 10 and we're going to go through 11 and 20, unless that I Will Always Love You is somewhere between 11 and 20, it's not the 20th greatest, 20th greatest song of all time. It's not in there. That's, so, see, that's just ridiculous. Here we go. Okay. Number 11, Beach Boys, God Only Knows. Great song. It's a great song. Love that song. Is it the all best right. Beach Boys song? I don't know. It's a great song. It is. And I think and I and I don't have a problem with that being in the top twenty. Wouldn't it be nice if there were more Beach Boys songs in there? <laughs> see what I did? I see what All you right. did there, yeah. Stevie Wonder, Superstition. Love it, that it's song. It's a great song. Is that his best song? Uh, it might be. Isn't she lovely? It, Big I, song, huge song. Yeah. I hate that song, but I understand it was a hit. Yeah. Um, thirteen, Rolling Stones, Gimme Shelter. Thank you for the Rolling Stones, okay? Yeah, well you, yeah, I mean it's only the band that gave the name to your magazine. Yeah. And by the way, that was voted as the greatest ever Rolling Stones song when we did that a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a shame it's not better than Missy Elliott or Outcast. The Kinks, Waterloo Sunset, which we're both Kinks fans. I love the Kinks. That's not even no. that doesn't even approach their greatest songs. No. I love the Kinks. I'm a huge Kinks fan. Why? The Beatles at 15 with I Want to Hold Your Hand. Uh, now, okay. okay. All right. If sure. you want to go with some of the early stuff, sure. There's, there's songs I like better, but that's a great song. It's a, it's a, it's a seminal song. It's a super important song. Seminal is a good word for that. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce featuring Jay-Z. Of course it is. Because they're 16 married. with yeah. Crazy in Love. I'm going to pull the old guy card. I don't know this song. Really? I've been doing radio for... This is a huge hit. I've been doing radio for 36 years. I don't know this song. It's got like a horn thing that... You didn't know that, huh? No, okay. I, yeah, right. I don't know this song. So, so by the way... Well, you got to get with it, man. It's the 16th greatest song of all time, I, according I, to Rolling yes. Stone. Shouldn't I know that it's the 16th greatest <laughs> song of all time? Uh, 17, 17 is Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. And there is a word in there that they use. Skull Moose is an Italian slang word for move your ass. And that's what I tell all these other songs that don't belong there. Move your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well put, yeah. sir. No, it's a... It's a uh, yeah, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is... is Arguably, it's certainly one of the greatest rock songs of all time. Absolutely. And should be, by the way, above Stairway to Heaven on this list. Maybe. I'll give that definite maybe, although I'd prefer Stairway to Heaven up there. I do, too. It's more my kind of song. I I think it's, yeah. Whatever. Number 18. We'll do the the last three. Number 18, Prince and the Revolution with Purple Rain. It's a great song. Brilliant song. Get it. John Lennon with Imagine. I get it. Okay. I'm I'm a little tired of it by now, and it's, it's kind of a snoozer to me. It's a great song, but I think there's many Beatles songs that top that. Here, uh, here's the thing: I am not a John Lennon fan in any way, shape, or form. That is arguably one of the ten greatest songs of all time, in really? my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it just is. Yeah, see, it's just it is what it is. It's, but that that song, the idea that there are how many songs? That's eighteen, nineteen. That's, that's nineteen. The idea that there are eighteen songs ahead of that is is garbage. Huh. That that song, I can see that in the top ten. Uh, I get why it's there. Yeah, I'm not it's, a huge it's, fan, yeah, but I get it's, it. It's a it's a world changing song. Number twenty, neither of us had heard of before reading it on this list. 
The artist is Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, not the one who hung with Batman. Okay. The song is Dancing on My Own. Okay, if you, I actually if you, have heard that. If you told yeah. me that was Ace of Base, I would believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know who, again, I, I, look, by the way, I'm 53 years old and a voracious consumer of music. I have no idea what that is. I mean, it obviously had a good hook. No, no, it's no, a it's, song, a, it's a good know, it's a Look, here, when I hear that it, song, I think to myself, well, that's a pretty good pop yeah. song. Is it in the top 20 of greatest songs ever written? Is it better than Yesterday or Hey Jude <laughs> or Sympathy for the Devil? I think not. Is it is it I better think than not. is it by the way, we are twenty songs into this thing. Nothing from Thriller on this list. Hey, that list is a joke. Okay, that list is a joke. Uh and also where's where's Michael Jackson's song? There you Great go. Question. That's exactly what yeah. I was just saying. So Nothing from Thriller. The greatest selling album in the history of recorded music. And it's and nothing on that record is one of the top twenty greatest songs of all time. Now uh, I believe it's been supplanted by the Eagles' greatest hits, seventy-one through seventy-five, which also has no songs, no on representatives, <laughs> and they have Hotel California, the song Hotel California, at number three hundred and eleven, right, which is seventy-one spots behind the Backstreet Boys. I want it that way at number two hundred and forty. So. Draw okay. from that what you will. Well, if you're going away this weekend for a late summer, early fall camping trip and you need kindling, this magazine is still thick. So why not roll it up and use it to start your fire? Africa by Toto comes in at number 452. <sighs> so wow. stupid. Talked a little earlier about the Jackson Brown show on Friday night. I was really shocked because you posted a picture up on the Mark and the Interpol Facebook page. And I was like, Mark went out. Mark and his wife went out. They went out They went out partying. They went out and yeah. had a massive rock show. Yeah. It's the quietest show I've ever been to. Well, it really was quiet. Now, is it like, it, was it like, did, did Jackson Brown demand quiet? Kind of like Don no, no, Henley was, or one of those guys? It was, you know? uh, the band was just, they were not, like, I've got tinnitus in my ears and so what are you if, a big time at me? If, <laughs> trust me, no. It, you know, because they're always ringing, and it's always it always sounds like, whoa, yeah, like know. like like if you pick up a seashell. Yes, yeah. exactly. When I'm laying in bed at night and everything's quiet, that's what I hear. Um, if I go to a well, concert, you know, people pay a lot of money for the sounds of the ocean. <laughs> it's very calming. If I go to a concert and it's of any volume, that is magnified for days. It's really pain. When I came home on Friday night, I fell right asleep. It was not a problem. Didn't hear any of that? <laughs> I didn't hear any of it. I've only had that happen to me twice. A, it was such a low-volume show. Well, so, yeah, well, that's good then. Yeah. yeah. It, what, the one thing that was, was troubling, first of all, what was great is I got to pull through in the parking lot. Bonus. Total bonus. You know the night's going to go well when? Yeah. I was, a no, I was nose out. Good for you. To, to exit. Good for you. And you know what? I mean, let's face it. Parking over at the Celebrity, not always easy. Right. This yeah, was in the back. Jammed, and you there get was, jammed in there. And there's still a spot back there. It was nice. Great. So um, the row we sat in, in the section we sat in, it wasn't completely full. Like there was about, let's say, 15 seats for the whole row. Okay. And about eight of them were empty. So we didn't even check to see if we sat in the exact correct seats. We were in the correct row, and there was nobody around. So we just sat. Good kinda, enough. You know, there yeah, was I like get it. Good enough. three empty seats on either side yeah, of Yeah, somebody us. comes up and says, hey, you're in my seat. You're like, okay, you move over. There was an intermission. We go, you know, I grabbed a beer, and my wife grabbed something to eat. And we eat, and, you know, we hang out. We come back, and she walks in the aisle first, and she just sits in the second seat. 
And then I sit in the, you know, I just kind of followed suit and I followed it. I, I sat down in the seat right next to the staircase, you know, at yeah, the end the of the row. Yeah, at the aisle. You know, what the hell? It's easy in case you have to make a bathroom run, whatever. Exactly. Right, I get it. We sit down and I get just blasted with somebody's B.O. Oh, no kidding. It was horrible. It was the, uh, everything that Jerry Seinfeld talked about when he discussed mutant B.O. on the show. I wasn't even polite. I just turned to my wife and I said, move. <laughs> and she goes, I know. I know. Now, wait a minute. She, now, she gets up. She moves two seats down. She sits. I go, keep moving. Now, did you, did, by any chance, did you happen to notice if your section was populated by the same people that were there before the intermission? They were. We were... As long as we were five or six seats down, we were safe. So Pigpen was... It was bad. Wow. What really are you, bad. What do you do in that situation? You move. It's what I told my wife. Wow. Move, Boy, keep be moving. Thankful, be thankful yeah. that wasn't a sold-out show. Exactly. Oh, can you imagine if you were in yep. your assigned seat... Right. ...and Stank, Stank McStankerson <laughs> is in the seat next to you? Yes. And you it was to, bad. I mean, I know some people have a problem with that. This was just, this was just lack of attention to detail. Really is what was causing this detail meaning cleanliness. I will, t- I will tell you there are at least two people in this building that smell like mop water. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is one of them me? No. Good. Yeah. No, no. I'm in this room with you for five hours a day. <laughs> you would have known by now. There are at least two people, and it's not Guido either. So just in case you – thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. So just so, I'm not going to say that it's the producer for Holmberg. But I'm gonna say that it's the producer for Holmberg. I don't know if he left uh, his, left his laundry in the in the in the the uh, washing machine too long or whatever it was. But we crossed pads in the bathroom last week, and I was like, "Oh, well, what's up, Mildew? I know him. He's a great guy. He's Very an awesome nice guy. guy but, I've, uh, I've never noticed that before. He must have yeah. just been having a bad day. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure his phones are ringing over there now. Hey, they're talking about you, at KSLX. All right. <laughs> One hundred point seven KSLX. It is Mark and Anderpaul. By the way, a quick hello to uh, Jess, who I met Friday night at the Jackson Brown Show. Came up and said, "Mark, I'm coming for you in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge." Oh boy, I that, said, sounds, hey. that sounds like a threat. I said, "Hey, <laughs> just call and try and get through. Bring it on." That sounds but, a little bit like a threat. Now, nah, nice guy, Jess. Good talking to you on Friday night, and uh, let's see who we have here in the College of Rock and so, Roll. So, Ray knowledge. from Scottsdale, it's your moment. You're going to take on Mark in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. I will ask you the same five questions I ask Mark. Whoever gets more correct will graduate. If you fail, you will have to announce that you have failed out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Are you ready, Raymond? I am. All right. Let's get Mark out of the studio. Kick him out. All right. Mark, get the hell out of here. (laughs) Sounds good. Mark, get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here, you. Get out of here. All right. Ray, are you ready? I am. Question number one. Who was the fifth Beatle? Oh, Pete Best. Question number two. What is the name of the recently reunited band featuring Ron Wood of the Rolling Stones and Rod Stewart? Uh, Recently reunited. Um, Wouldn't have been small small faces. Can I change my first answer? No. (laughs) You've had time to look it up. No, no, I didn't look. I, I knew it. In the book. Go ahead. I know. Song number three, who sings The Boys Are Back in Town? Uh, then Lizzie. Question number four. I said song number three. I don't know why I said song number three. Question number four, 
Which movie was Survivor's Eye of the Tiger the theme for? Uh, Rocky 2. Question number five. Who doesn't have to put on the red light? Uh, Roxanne. All right. Let's get Mark in here. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll see how he did. All right. How'd Raymond do? Well, Ray did pretty good. Um, he got four out of five. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Question number... Well, actually, he got three out of five. Oh. I take that back. Uh. Question number one. Who was the fifth Beatle? Well, I guess you'd say Pete Best. Correct. It's zero to zero. All right. Question. I, I, I know the answer then, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think so, too. <laughs> Question number two. What is the name of the recently reunited band featuring Ron Wood of the Rolling Stones and Rod Stewart? Faces. Yeah. I would have also accepted small faces. Sure. Why not? And so we find ourselves at one to one. Question number three. Who sings The Boys Are Back in Town? Thin Lizzy. It's two to two. Question number four. Which movie was Survivor's Eye of the Tiger the theme for? That was Rocky Three. It is now three to two. Ray said Rocky Two. And question number five. For either a tie, which would give Mark the win anyway, but who doesn't have to put on the red light? Roxanne. All right, four to three. It's a victory for Mark. Ray, you know what you have to do here. Yeah, I know. I flunked out of the rock and roll college. Yeah, and the answer to question number one was? Is it George Martin? Billy Preston? Brian Epstein. Oh. Their manager was known as the fifth Beatle. I question that. You can question it. Look it up. All right. All right. There you go. And so Mark (laughs) wins the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge once again. Again. Damn it. (laughs) Tomorrow, same time, we'll do it again. Thank you, Ray. Appreciate you playing. You're late for work. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 